well, that's not going to be very hard because I wasn't really paying attention. I know you weren't. You were on your phone. And it's like, look at me. Look into my eyes when I talk to you. I was saying, remember when we had those delicious bratwurst? We were I'm on the BBQ. We're sitting outside. It's so nice. Why are you talking so softly? Oh, I don't. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Why are you talking so nasally? I feel all nasally ever since I put the nose spray in my. Ooh. You better turn that notification off, mister. Yeah, that's. I don't, I don't know how to. If that were my phone, you would have flipped was, your shit. That was on the computer, though, wasn't it? I know. It? it wasn't my phone. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Yeah. Just like any sort of viewing experience, yeah. please silence your cell phones. <laughs> Just get off the phone! Which goes right into what we're going to be talking about. Cell phones? No. <laughs> <laughs> viewing experiences. Yeah, specifically TV shows. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really apply because that's more of like a movie thing. Yeah. But today we're bringing to you sidebar wah, 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 wah. what if it's not a sidebar tv what if it ends up being a full episode oh, or full episode wah, 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 wah. tv shows top rated from yours truly yeah so the emmys just happened we're a little late to the party but that was like last week we also did not watch it we also did not watch it but we we saw the results Ain't nobody got time to watch not really. three I, days worth of stuff. No, there's a couple there's a couple acceptance speeches that I would love to go back and watch though, because I heard that they were really good. I haven't watched any of those award show things in forever. So Yeah. I usually just catch the highlights of who won and if somebody had something important to say. Yeah. Then usually I find those via the interwebs. Yes. I know that um this year it was like Jimmy Kimmel. Well, hello and welcome to the Pandemies. Isn't then, it always Jimmy Kimmel? No, I don't think so. He doesn't always host. I feel like every year it's the same person for every different type of award yeah, show. No, they switch it up. But when someone's good, someone's good. And they definitely bring them back. Let's have a standing ovation for me. But I know that, I don't know. Uh, maybe he is the normal host. I don't know. But it was him on a big stage. With nobody there. With nobody there. Of course I'm here all alone. Of course we don't have an audience. This isn't a MAGA rally. It's the Emmys. Yeah. I know Jay Aniston came in for a little bit. And then I know, like, um, I saw clips of, like, um, there was table settings. And, like, all the actors of Shit's Creek was, like, sitting down at tables on the stage or something like that. I didn't see any of it. I don't think, like, very many people were there. But anyways... um. Anywho, this whole episode was basically prompted um, because I feel like one of our pastimes is is watching TV shows. Um, that's not a pastime; that's a current time. Yeah, but you know, it's like a it's your favorite pastime is sitting down on the couch and watching TV shows. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you agree, but like I specifically take my media viewing very seriously. Um, we know everyone's all in the grams. Yeah, my, the my blackout curtains. <laughs> blackout curtains. We got. Let's just set the scene. We got a what size? Six. Sixty-five. Sixty-five OLED 
not QLED for those of you who don't know your TVs and you get confused. Q OLED or go, what? go fuck off. <laughs> no, we have an LG OLED top of the line. Top um, of the line. It's basically if you're not into techie stuff and for sure if you're not into TVs, it's basically like the best viewing experience on a television that you can buy. Yes. Whoa, technology. And that's what we own. And it's it's basically probably my most prized possession. It is Babe's most prized possession. And I would almost bet that he prizes it more than his babe wife. No. I don't know. The day I can have sex with a TV is the day that it it, <laughs> it is more important than you. But You guys, he means that like tremendously means that (laughs) real talk though it's the most expensive thing that we own in this apartment Mm -hmm. so that's yeah i mean the cars are outside yeah yeah yeah. well yeah but other than the car like bed's not that expensive this couch isn't that expensive wait the bed wasn't that expensive Mm -mm. we paid it took us like five years to be off because we were paying like 30 bucks a month oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true um so yeah, um, we're gonna be talking about our top TV shows, yeah, and uh, specifically breaking it down into premium cable type of TV shows. That's your HBOs, your Showtimes, your Stars. Sometimes that could be like uh, Netflix involved in that, or maybe Hulu or Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the way that I broke it down is any TV show that can show titties and say fuck. <laughs> Is categorized into premium cable because they get away with more than you can show on a normal TV. Sure. It's not porn. It's HBO. And then the second part will be like our our general cable type of TV shows that are on our Mount Rushmore of TV shows. Yeah. And I want to acknowledge that there's a fuck ton of content these days. And there's a lot of shows that are definitely on our list to watch, but we just haven't seen them yet. So this is just... Our current list from the things that we have currently seen, obviously, if we haven't seen something, we yeah. can't speak speak for it. For sure. I mean, there's so much stuff. Like, we just finished watching Breaking Bad for the first time because yeah. there's just so much content out yeah. there that we just never had the time to really watch it. Yeah. And I, there's never been a time like right now. Yeah. Everybody has their own studio. Everybody's cranking out different series in the bar has been so elevated from yeah. what it used to be. Yeah. Like you go back in time and like the Sopranos was like the first show to really change the game when it comes to storytelling yeah. in a TV series format yeah. before it was all just like sitcoms and like yeah. live studio audiences yep. and this formula that they would pump out. Yep. And there was nothing that really told a story like HBO. They were the first yeah. ones to really do it. Yeah. Um, but so many different things have now elevated to that level, and there's so many good shows on different networks and yeah, different definitely. studios. There's just so much. Um, so totals, yeah. One of the things that I think is funny though is like for a long time, for me specifically, once I started getting into like the premium television shows, like the Game of Thrones, and mm-hmm. you know. Dexter before that Mm -hmm. it was like movies just didn't do it for me anymore it was like there's no way that a movie can excite me and 
convey a story yeah. in a hour and a half time yeah. block like you can get from like a seven season series. Totally. I've recently kind of gone back on that a little bit. Things have started to level out because I've started getting really snobby about movies. Yeah. And in my eyes now, if a movie can pull off what I feel from a full series yeah. in an hour and a half. Totally. That's pretty damn impressive. Oh, absolutely. So there's something to that. But for sure, like TV shows and series still have like a, a soft spot in my heart. And I get more excited when I see a new series that's starting. Yeah. Because this whole story can just really get expanded over a long period of time where you really get invested in the characters and the world building. And that really speaks to me. Yeah. So. Without further ado, um, unless you need to take a break because no. you're 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 updating your list right now. I know. I just yeah, thinking of more stuff. So I figured the first part of this would uh, would be covering our premium TV series category, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're just gonna go through and and list our top three, and we'll kind of talk about them. And just a, a footnote on this episode: this is gonna be a spoiler-free episode. We're definitely yes. not going to spoil any series yeah. because like we said, there's so many things that we haven't watched. I would be royally pissed off if I was listening to a podcast and a show that I was going to watch now got spoiled because of some idiots who think they can talk about something yeah. and broadcast it out to the world. So we're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. You want me to go first or yeah, do you yeah, want to yeah. go first? Yeah, do you yeah. want to do one for one? Yeah. No. You want to do... Nope, you go first. Whole list on one person. Just do premium first. Well, yeah. And then I'll go. But whole list yep. and then other person's whole list. Yep. So who's going first? You. I'm going first. Yep. Okay. For heaven's sake, get on with it. These are in no particular order for me. Wait, really? Your top three of all time you weren't able to put in an order? No. Interesting. Interesting. Not even like, okay, this is number one and then two and three don't really have an order. Like, there's certain moments in certain series where it's like, all right, if you were just taking this episode and this moment and comparing it to everything else, like, yeah, that's the best scene in television. Interesting. But I wouldn't, as a whole, it's like, I don't, they all live together in the okay. top three. There's okay. no specific order. Okay. But um, for sure, up there for me, True Detective season one. Mm-hmm. will go down as some of like the best storytelling, the best writing. It has the cinematography element for me. Um, that's definitely one in there that if you haven't seen, I'd highly recommend it. Wouldn't recommend season two, and season three was a total, like, I still don't even know what was going on in season three. My thing with season three, though, is that I actually, um, I will just say, I have written down and it's not necessarily in my top three but i do have true detective season one and three written down hmm. and that's the, weird the reason why i have three is because i actually felt like the whole season itself kept me very much engaged and i was dying to know what was going to happen and i felt like they were very specific with the writing, and I think that it took a little bit of using your brain to like really know what was going on 
I do remember fe- it's been a little while since we've seen it, but I yeah. do remember feeling disappointed by the ending. But aside from the ending, I remember really enjoying the the actual season itself. I can't to go back on what I said a little bit. I feel guilty not mentioning season two because we never even got through it. I know and the the big problem is True Detective as a series is uh what is that an anthology is that what they call it series where one season doesn't follow the oh, next it's completely yeah, different I don't, yeah stories. i don't know what the word is so for that. season one was this ultimate high where you had you know the the acting abilities of mm-hmm. matthew mcconaughey and woody harrelson yeah. being the two leads i'm what's called a pessimist um okay what's that mean means i'm bad at parties <laughs> let me tell you you ain't great outside of parties either yeah. Plus all the supporting actors in it, like star-studded cast, like yeah. super good writing, yeah. super good acting. The story was just really crazy and just yeah. awesome. And then, and-, and then season two came and it was like Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell. Yeah. Or is it Farrell or is it Earth? What's <laughs> Colin Farrell? Wait, who? Yeah, that's his name. The babe. fucking the Irish guy. Or yeah, whatever. nope, you got it. You, Who's th- Colin Firth? That's not anybody. No, that's somebody. No. Anyways, that person doesn't so. exist. And the Oscar goes to Colin Firth, the King's Speech. Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson, Vince Vaughn, Colin Farrell. It kind of was like. Eh, okay like when they first announced it i was like all right yeah like maybe this is their breakout like i, I always liked vince like vaughn we need to go back and watch i always it. liked vince vaughn colin farrell's whatever he's a good looking guy um amy uh who is it amy adams oh yeah was was that mm-hmm. who that was the the chick in it was it amy adams oh shit who? i can't ever think of the, her name hold i always on, get her on. mixed up i know because you always get your fucking females mixed up yeah it cracks it's a me up. jesus christ so i was initially was... uh i was like okay i'll give it its shot and then like i think i went five or six episodes in and i was just like baby it was your girl yeah What's her name? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Amy Apps. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Dime piece. Adam Adam. I get it. Dime piece. Um, but yeah, it kind of fell off and never got me excited and just kind of ran. Yeah. Didn't work out. But season one, for sure, is always going to be on my Mount Rushmore, at least for a while. It's going to hold yeah. that position. And again, just to reiterate this list, like, this is something that is a little bit recency biased. Like mm. there for sure could be something mm-hmm. that comes out next year that can totally knock off one of those. Totally. So it's not like you're engraved in stone in this yeah. top three. It's just like right now, this is how I feel yeah. about a series that kind of like has everything that I'm looking for. This is just, we're making a model of Mount Rushmore. We're not physically for sure engraving real stone. <laughs> All right. So enough about, True Detective, I'm going to move on to my next one. All right. So this one I've seen a few times all the way through. And and I've seen True Detective season one a few times all the way through and and it holds up. But it seems like this is a a show that comes up yearly because it was a mini series that I Mm. always tend to watch. Yep, I know what it is. So Band of Brothers for sure is up there. And that's going to be a hard one to knock off. Like, 
there's something in general about limited run series yep. they just they tie the bow on everything you know how everything was supposed to go yep and it's all just the story is completed it's told i and agree band of brothers from the the first episode where you get to know the characters until mm-hmm. the, the last episode and the denouement mm-hmm. of knowing what happened with them after the fact of everything it yeah. just it was a complete story yeah and totally um again like the the production level on that and the people involved in it in the storytelling david schwimmer specifically specifically <laughs> ross from friends yes <laughs> He actually he did a pretty decent job. I just his, always love to throw that in there. His character was was really fun. Yeah. But Band of Brothers, yeah. for sure gonna be up there for me. Yep. Major winners. Captain Sobel. We salute the rank, not the man. Like I said, it's it's a show that I always go back to. And uh, you know, just talking about it, I'm like, shit, I kinda wanna watch that again. Yeah, totally. And that's that's what it is for me. It's like those shows that yep. keep lingering that you're like, man. I wanna watch it again. I wanna go watch it again. Totally. That's definitely one of those shows for me. So moving on. Number three. Band of Brothers. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Every show that we mention, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Do, Do yourself so- a favor. I was just going to say that. Do yourselves a favor. So this one's a little bit controversial. Contra- controversial. Controversial. <laughs> we're, we're two light beers in, guys. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote... Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Specifically, though, Asterix. Yep. Season, My, minus. Season one through six. Yeah. Minus the last two. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. It hit, like, its peak around Battle of the Bastards, mm-hmm. and then just fucking nosedived afterwards. Yeah, but even still, even still, season seven was still not nearly as bad as season eight. The last season was the yeah and again we're not going to do spoilers yeah, no spoilers and, and yeah and if, if you haven't seen game of thrones there's no way that you haven't heard that everyone hated the last season we all hated it but you should absolutely still watch it because yeah. that season as a whole still amazing the season sorry the, the, the series, series the series series, yeah. series, series, there, series there still hasn't been a show to date that i think has been able to have the amount of characters that you're invested in, do the storytelling, the world building that Game of Thrones was able to accomplish. And that's where like, it was almost too big and good, you know, for their own good. Mm-hmm. For one, once the show surpassed the book, yeah, and then the fucking producers started taking over, that's when it really started, you know, just diving in quality. Yeah. And then to maximize that, once they were like, Oh, the last two seasons, we're going to only have, you know, seven episodes and then, you know, six episodes or whatever from yeah. having a, a usually a 12 episode yeah. season. It was like, all right, now you're just fast tracking this and yeah. you're giving us all this information in half the amount of time. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they're almost at like the Mount Rushmore, but also in like the garbage can I because know. they went from like being amazing to being the biggest disappointment ever. If you could describe the season finale of Game of Thrones in one word, how would you describe it? Disappointing. I know. So that's why specifically those first yeah, like, six seasons. I feel like I feel like the last season was like 
like known as like the biggest disappointment in like television history. Yeah. Like so bad. And it's it's not a coincidence that the producers had other projects that were taking precedence, like Star Wars. Yeah. And things like that. No, that's the reason why. And you saw it's exactly the, the reason last why. couple seasons get fast tracked. The writing gets sloppy. Yeah. Plot holes everywhere. Yeah. We all know that that's yeah. the reason why. They got hired on to do the new Star Wars and they're like, okay, cool. We have bigger and better things to do. Yep. So we're going to just fuck this up. Who care? Who fucking yep. cares? It's, Cash rules it's everything bummer. around me. It's a bummer. Yeah. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, all right. Is that, that's your list? Uh, I have an honorable mention. Oh, okay. Um, aside from the three and i was thinking about putting it in there as the three but i was trying not to be too biased because of recency mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things but i put the wire yeah, in there absolutely um i thought the wire as a whole with storytelling and writing was super good fuck 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 Yeah. David Simon, who's the producer of The Wire, yeah. is is a literal genius, won the MacArthur Grant. Yep. His that series is taught in like criminal justice and like they show aspects of that because it it's so yeah. real and it portrays that lifestyle so accurately that they yeah. use it. Um and that's just throughout the whole They use series. it for like training and education. The last the last season rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I didn't think it was bad but it definitely wasn't the best season to end on it wasn't the best season out of all five but i mean i loved it i thought it was a solid series yeah it was super good so that that definitely they're hanging out in the party with the other top three Mm -hmm. but um i wasn't sure if it necessarily got on the podium yeah okay but highly would recommend it yeah absolutely very good show yeah so now it's your turn I feel like I feel like really quick though move, before we move on still talking about the wire if you haven't seen it this is not giving away any spoilers but I feel like one thing to kind of just like prep people on because oftentimes people aren't expecting it and then they get so pissed off about it and then they decide not to watch the rest cuz that's I've heard so many people say oh I fell off of it because of this this and this yeah each season involves all the same actors but it will focus on a different group of actors each season because it's focusing on a different part of everything going on and i had a lot of people that i've talked to about that show that was like that threw them off because you fall in love with all these main characters that the like season one is focusing on and then when season two comes around and they're not focusing on those same actors anymore, they're like, wait, what the fuck? That was people's biggest criticism. A lot of like the ratings and reviews for season two yeah. are like the lowest. Mm-hmm. I loved season two, mm-hmm. but it took a hard left turn mm-hmm. from season one. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think people were ready for that and were yeah. expecting it to go that route. So yeah. they're like, what the hell happened to all my favorite characters? Exactly. Like, exactly. why am I now at the fucking docks? Like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. But I, yeah. I don't know if I went into it knowing how the whole show. I think I did. Yeah, because I, I, re- I remember by time because you had started watching it before me, and then you came back and watched it with me from the beginning. And I remember you telling me that that was going to happen. And so I feel like because I was already like kind of prepared for it, mm-hmm. 
I was able, like, it, it settled in just fine because I just, I knew to expect that. Yeah. And it just was definitely very much out of the ordinary from what people expect from a, a series like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss. Anyways, let's get on to your, your list. First, okay. before you even start, did oh. we have any shows that were the same? Like, did you have any shows that I listed? Uh, I li- yes, Game of Thrones. Okay. Hope door, hold yeah. a hope door, hold a- so these are in order. Okay. I do have mine in order. Look at you. That's why you were stressing over the last like hour trying to rearrange and, and put stuff in the right place. Just so I will note that I technically have 10 shows written. No, 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 no. I wrote 10 shows down. And then the more I looked at my list, that's how I was able to like eliminate, eliminate, like more so like move up what my top three is and then the other seven are like very high honorable okay. mentions well yeah when you get to honorable mentions we won't deep dive on it no and talk no, no about for it. sure you can just list I'll, them I'll off just and list them. Like, oh great show totally or, no no, no totally totally all right but my top three so for me when i was when i think of like what my top three are i very much am thinking of so many things i'm not just thinking of like oh what was just really good like, what makes it really good? For me, it's the writing, obviously, the mm-hmm. acting, obviously. Um, but for me, even more than that, like, cinematography, music. Yeah. Like... I didn't mention music in my Everything but- that goes into, like, making it what it was, like, that for me, the all the shows that I feel like I'm listing for my top three are, are shows that took all these things into great account and for me is what really stood out yeah so my number one you already know this actually i'm gonna go from bottom okay yeah let's switch it up i'm gonna switch it up reverse reverse (laughs) three hops this time yeah okay so number three was game of thrones yeah and i won't shed any more on that because we already covered it um number two for me is euphoria really yes as i don't i i think that they're going to do a second season i believe they are i have i haven't looked recently if that's still gonna happen yeah but COVID. i'm sure it is eventually for sure no i i want to hear your reasoning and i have some points on that show that i'd like to discuss as well yeah so Euphoria for me, number one, I fucking love Zendaya. I've been a big Zendaya fan for a long time. And to see her get to evolve from this Disney Channel star to this big time HBO acting Mm -hmm. role, I just, I thought she was incredible. And then over time, that's all I wanted. Those two seconds of nothingness. I thought her acting was I loved it. I thought she did an incredible job. And clearly the Emmys thought so too because yep. she broke history at being the youngest female to ever win a lead role in a drama. I guess that's a little bit of a spoiler alert in case somebody didn't oh, watch the Emmys, but whatever. Sorry. Um, so that, um, for me, the cinematography on that show is just some of the best cinematography that i've yeah. ever seen in my entire life if, if i were to 
make a list of shows specifically based on cinematography, like that yeah. category, yeah, they would 100% be in the top three. Like they took things to a whole new level. Yeah. That even people, I think, who don't really notice those things or appreciate that mm-hmm. aspect of a show mm-hmm. would have taken notice. For me, like not only like the cinematography, I, I agree. I think that people who don't necessarily have like an eye for that stuff would have subconsciously like been really drawn to it because of what it was, you know? Um, a lo- And just a lot of the aspect of the cinematography had all to do with like colors and just the colors that they were using in all of these scenes. It was just so beautifully and just brilliantly done. Yeah. Um, and then the fucking music. The fucking music was absolutely incredible. Um, the storytelling was incredible. Each episode, like the way the story evolved and was told was just amazing writing. I I thought it was yeah, yeah amazing. I, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's incredible. Be prepared. There are some dicks. There's a lot, of, alert. a lot of dicks. If you're looking for a show with boobs, there's a lot more dicks than boobs <laughs> in that show. Um, I, I wanted to have a quick note on the music of that show, though, because even what they did was was different in that they had one artist basically do the entire music for the show labyrinth which he killed it and it worked so specifically like perfect with that show yes because typically like that style of music as a like score for a tv show i wouldn't really be about but because of what the story was about like it works so well and that's just all i really wanted to say about that I mean, yeah, and if you haven't seen Euphoria, even just do yourself a favor and listen to the fucking, like, soundtrack. It's just... It's, it's legit. It's fucking legit. Um, And for my top one, you already know, number one, Watchmen HBO series. The fucking best. Literally the best con so i've said this for a while now watchmen isn't even just my favorite show for me it's the best content i've ever seen it it holds number one above any movie above anything else i've ever seen and it just it hit me it struck me it was just something that i found incredibly powerful um and just so again like geniusly and brilliantly done because the the writer and director for the HBO series took something from that was a comic book and then a movie and he took things that held true but then just completely 180'd the whole story and took it into this whole direction that was so unexpected um, and just so fucking prevalent to like what's going on in yeah. our world right now and i just i ugh, i just can ugh. i ask you when you were watching that show and we can kind of give them um how to watch it because there's a specific yes. way to watch it and i'm and i was gonna mention yeah, i will mention that because you didn't have like a deep connection to that show beforehand like you yes you'd seen the the thing on YouTube. Yeah, and you, you, we watched the movie, but yeah. you were never a long time no. Watchmen comic book no, like because, fanatic. Because here's the thing: the Watchmen series is not about Watchmen. Yeah, and that's why the HBO series the, is not. Yeah, yeah, the H. Okay, so here we go. 
Watchmen was a comic back in the 70s for people who don't know. That's that's the original Watchmen. It started out as a comic in the 70s. Was it the 70s? Mm-hmm, it was the 70s. Um, and from there, it was, I think, what, in 2010, 2012? Yeah, something, something like that. Around 2010, 2012, um, DC comic, right, like came out and did the movie. It was DC, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely wasn't a Marvel. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely wasn't Marvel. So DC. Ooh, 1986 is the comic. 86 was when it started? Yep. Oh, okay. Well then, okay, in the 80s. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me. Okay, so comic in the 80s, and then finally in like 2010, 2012, somewhere around there, they came out with the movie. The movie, like, was... It was good. It wasn't bad, but it's was just like, eh, you know, like whatever. They didn't hold true to some things in the comic. They kind of did their own thing yeah. in some things, right? So, but then you have the HBO series. And, and again, I promise this is no spoiler alert. Um, but the HBO series held true to some things in the comic and some things in the movie and then completely did their own fucking thing. So I, you, when you look up like ratings for the HBO series Watchmen, there's um like the critic score is super super high, but the audience audience score is like pretty fucking low, and I know why, and it's because if you, it's because people didn't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, because people didn't know what the fuck was going on, and I have to admit, I'm really glad that we did things the way that we did. And I will forever recommend this. If you have not seen Watchmen, the HBO series, please do yourselves a favor and watch it because it is incredibly powerful and so insanely amazing. But there is a way you have to watch it. You have to watch the movie first. And then after the movie, you have to watch. There's like a 15 minute YouTube video that helps to connect the dots from the comic to the movie. And then by time you watch the HBO series, you feel more in the know. And you, it's way easier to follow along um, and just know what's going on, even though the series itself does its own fucking thing. But there's still things yeah. that are tied to the movie and that are tied to the comic that you'll be so fucking lost on if you don't already know those things. Yeah, it's like Rotten Tomatoes. The website right now is down, so I can't look up the Damn actual it. scores. But I'm pretty sure, like the critic score was like above ninety five. It was like ninety six, ninety seven percent, and then the audience score was like in the high fifties, like low sixties. And for sure, it's because people didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes says ninety six percent. IMDb says um, eight point one out of ten. It says Google, 83% Google users liked it. Um, so I think that even that has grown quite a bit. But I remember when we looked it up, the audience score was low because, and I get it. Like, had we not watched the movie first and mm-hmm. then that little 15 minute YouTube clip oh, that kind of connects so it off, we would have totally been lost. And And though I'd like to think that I still would have appreciated the show for like, the storytelling and the cinema because the cinematography was super absolutely amazing in that as well. Um, I would have still appreciated it, but not at the level that I 
physically do because we did all yeah, if you didn't have the background knowledge you'd be like giant squid what the fuck yeah but anyways i didn't want to give any no, spoilers and i don't think and, it does and, but. One, and one thing that i want to say too and this this will not spoil anything but for me a, another big component of why i'm so fucking obsessed with this show and why i think it is the absolute best is because when you take the time to think about the timing of when a show is written to the timing when a show is filmed to the timing of when it airs. We watched this show. This was one of the first shows that we actually watched like while it was currently airing because normally it's like we're so behind that we we yeah. watch things after they've already come out and then we like, you know, binge them. But we watched this while it was physically airing and there was so many moments in this show that the physical episode when it was airing was so insanely prevalent to yeah. literal shit going on like for sure in our nation and so when you think about like they couldn't have planned that you know what i mean and it was just it, it just was so it was yeah. just so heavy it was so good yeah yep that's your top number one okay. number fucking one real so quick fucking let's good. go through your honorable mentions oh, yeah. on there oh yeah we're not gonna dive deep no, no, into no, them no, no, i just want you to no, list them because no, i'm yep, curious yep no no deep dives this is just listing them off um so da, 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 da. okay so and these are in no particular order but i said true detective season one and three um and then The Wire, The Deuce, Perry Mason, Mindhunter, The Night of, Westworld Season 1 and 2. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Super solid. Mindhunter was super good. Mindhunter was super good. I'm s- are they, did they, didn't they like come out that they're not getting renewed for a third season, which I'm super bummed about? Well, Netflix released them. So unless somebody else picks the series yeah, up. Yeah, that picks it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, but the deuce, if you haven't seen the deuce, I do just want to say it's three seasons, super easy watch, um, as, as a sense of it being like a if short you're into series. David Simon's films, then yeah, yeah. You would, and also you would like if it. you're into fucking sexy James Franco and Maggie Gyllenhaal, like hello and hookers and hookers and porn in the seventies, like hit it. It's so good. No deep dads. No deep dads. Okay. Okay, that's well, it. Uh, you want to take a break real quick? Uh, yeah, let's take a little break let's and do then a little break. Oh wow, we're so much like Cindy and Adam from while she's napping. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the clock right now. I'm like, oh, this is when we would take a break. Oh, look at that. Oh shit, we have someone at the door. That never happens. Excuse us, we're recording a podcast. Leave us alone. All right, we're gonna take a little break. And we're going to come back and we're going to do like our favorite quote general cable shows. Bye. did take a break though we did we took a little break because someone knocked on our door they like, rang the door they rang they rang the doorbell they rang the doorbell <laughs> and they knocked and they had a clipboard um 
Chris stared at them through the little eye hole and did not answer the door because COVID bitch. COVID bitch. <laughs> just kidding. So in the second half, um, we're going to just be talking about our top three like general shows. And to me, this is like not your long form type of shows. Maybe this is a 30 minute show, but more specifically, this is a show that you don't have to pay extra like a premium subscription to an HBO or Showtime. Amazon or, or you know, yeah, whatever. Stars. This Cinemax. is like CBS, NBC, yeah. FX. Yes. USA. Yes. Whatever. ABC. <laughs> you might have said that one. Comedy Central. <laughs> Fox. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You get the idea. You get the idea. So um, I'm going to start from the top. Because again, I guess I don't really have a particular order. Okay. These are just what came to mind. Okay. So I have three plus an honorable mention. Okay. Um, A little bit of this goes into nostalgia. Okay. But when mm. I think of like <laughs> initial, <laughs> initial shows like, oh, what's like a general cable show that yeah. like, is the fucking best. Yep. Boy Meets yep. World. <laughs> I, I, I was obsessed with Boy Meets World. Okay, okay. Yeah, like that show has so many of the feels, like when it comes to nostalgia and just coming of age. Yeah. And uh, but specifically, the high school to college years yeah. were the best. That's where it really oh, picked up. Like totally. Corey, that's sick. That's sick. I'm sick. You know what's sick, everyone? We have been in a relationship for 17 years. And do you know what I've gotten in all that time? Let me touch something. <laughs> I've seen the whole series. Yeah. Like all the way through. Yeah. Um, but I for sure haven't seen the like the elementary school, middle school years as many times as I've seen high school yeah. and college. Yeah. And then like, you know, marriage and all that stuff. Yeah. But Boy Meets World. Um, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's, it's probably too late for you. But yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say a lot of people listening, like three out of the seven, yeah, will probably be like, oh hell yeah, yeah, Boy Meets World. <laughs> Hashtag nostalgia. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. Totally. Um. So moving on. Okay. My next show that I had on here was uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, totally. I remember when you first started watching that show without me, I had so much pushback to watch that, and I was not interested in it because it was like cheese. I thought it was going to be some cheesy, yeah. like, rom-com. You always think everything sitcom. I watch is that. Yeah, <laughs> and then I started watching it, and I always was like, I was just really happy watching it. It's like, it was best. always a fun time. It's the fucking best. But I will say, no spoiler alerts, I don't agree with the ending of that series. I do. Had they had ended it an episode earlier, perfect. Would have ended great. But they went one episode too far. No. Nope. And they fucked it all up. I disagree. And they ruined it all. I disagree. So, anyways. Classic Schmosby. Second show to make it in the top three for me. Yep. How I Met Your Mother. Great show. Great show. Highly recommend it. Still very current. Yep. It's not too late to watch that one. It's definitely not too late. Legend, wait for it, dairy. And then 
I couldn't have a top three without this show being mentioned in it. And it has it has such a high spot in probably so many people's lists when it comes to like a general cable type of show. Mm. But The Office. Mm-hmm. And I will also put an asterisk on that yeah. because it was the Steve Carell years. They yeah, really got it for me because I fell off hard. Yeah, after you he haven't left. seen everything after he left. I have because I've seen the very ending, but I didn't continue up with it like you did. Yeah, you've seen like from me watching yeah. it, like you like kind of watched it in the background, but like you haven't actually like watched it. There was some great episodes I will give them after Steve Carell left, but um, the ending was the best episode I've ever seen in my life. But again, Steve Carell came back for that, right? So yeah, I, I know, but even <laughs> but still, like totally. So yeah, The Office, so many good cold opens, so many good like one-liner type of things. Totally, like, such a quotable series. Totally, Dwight, you ignorant slut. Like that, that will be up there in the general cable, like free. TV show type of stuff that's going to be really hard to knock off for a long yeah. time. Just just the longevity of it. Yeah. The, the evolution of the storytelling that went on. Like, I feel fantastic. like that's what makes like, that's a little thing that makes like such a great TV show. It's like every single one that you listed is a great quotable TV yeah. show. Yeah. There's so many great one-liners, so many great quotes that still feel so relevant that you are able to like throw out today, yeah. you know? I will say like general like cable type of tv shows it has to be a comedy because like dramas in that area they just can't portray a really dramatic story without the other things that a premium tv show can introduce you know like the violence or the sex or the language like how are you going to convince me that this is this high tension drama when it's like oh shucks i broke my leg yeah i disagree like no i have a i have a show that disagrees with that not down uh, but for honorable mention, totally kind of out of left field, but it's it's just more of something that this might be the show that I've seen more seasons of than any other show in mm, history, mm-hmm. just because I literally started watching this show from season one back in like 2000 or 2001. Yeah. And that's Survivor. Yeah. We still watch that show and keep up current with it. Um, it was like the OG like reality tv like show like game show i don't know i'd have to look back on it. it 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 was groundbreaking when it came out it was like yeah the perfect mixture of you know game show and reality tv show yeah, at totally. that time and like social experiment stuff so survivor is going to be up there for me the tribe has spoken fucking love survivor yeah <laughs> fucking so that, love it that's my tier two of tv show okay so I, too, kind of did something similar like I did the first time. I have my top, but then I have, like, quite a few honorable mentions where I can just list them. I have four tops. Four tops and a hot? What do you do? Get off of your text messages. God dang work, it, babe. Work related. You're not working. Put that away. You're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So my first one is kind of a group. Okay. Because they're all made by the same thing, but there's like different ones. Okay. That's One Planet, Seven Worlds, Blue Planet, all of those fucking planet shows. The living world is a unique and spectacular marvel. I think it's Seven Worlds, One Planet, but... No, I double checked. 
on our list specifically because I thought it was, but it's One Planet, Seven Worlds. There you go. And then corrected that one in Blue Planet, like specifically really got me human planets the shit human, I'm throw that i know that one like w- i haven't watched that one yet and that's one that like we need to watch for sure but talk about like little christian girl growing up in a little christian home and like never believed in anything outside of that little christian box i was like blue planet made me believe in aliens like more than anything <laughs> like, ever because i'm like totally the shit that's in our ocean that like we only are like just now discovering is like, yeah, how the fuck can you tell me that shit can't exist in our fucking yeah. atmosphere that like we don't know about? Like aliens are real. So yeah, so those series I fucking love. I is think. that in, are you going in order? Um, not no, not necessarily. Okay. No. I just think that those are amazing. Yeah, they are. Okay, so as far as like general cable tv though that that to me is like it's kind of like an in-between because it is general tv but it does have very high production value yeah like a premium show you know what i mean i mean it doesn't get any higher quality than those shows yeah so i kind of feel like that's kind of like hybrid you know but now just strictly going into actual like general television you've never seen this one i would love for you to sit down and watch this series with me because I've watched this series numerous times through, and I truly do believe that it is the one series on general television that it does the job. It does the job of conveying drama without having to, you know, obviously, yeah, they can't cuss, they can't show tits, they can't show dick. Goddamn, what a bummer. They can't show this shit because it's, I think I know where you're going with this. General Cable, but it is, the writing's incredible, the story's incredible, and it it, never once can I think of a single episode that felt over-dramatized, and it just didn't. I already disagree. (laughs) What show do you think I'm going to say? Grey's Anatomy. Nope. If you say- Are you kidding me? Grey's Anatomy is so fucking dramatic. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's overly dramatic. It's super overly dramatic. I would never say Grey's Grey's Anatomy. I fucking love Grey's Anatomy. If you say Station 19, I'm going to divorce you right now. Oh my God. Both shows I fucking love, and I am fully aware of how so dramatic they are. I would never think that that was a serious show that I would ever ask you to watch. Unbelievable drama. Yeah, unbelievable drama. That's not like this is an unbelievable show. Like, no, it's literally not. Yeah, no, exactly. The show I'm about to mention is very believable. It's never over dramatized. Gilmore Girls. No, (laughs) it's so fucking good. Okay, wait, wait. And before I reveal it. I know that there's another big time series that is often kind of compared to it and I've never seen it. I started watching it and I just, I haven't gotten into it. My show that I'm talking about is Parenthood. It's so fucking good. Mm. The writing is so fucking good. Is that with Dax? Yes. Dax Shepard? Yes. Mm. You know how I feel about him. You fucking love him. Okay. Get no, I love his wife. I know. <laughs> You're jealous of him. Yeah, we have we have hard feelings. Yeah. Between each other. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> 
That show is so good though. The writing is amazing. Every episode, you're laughing, you're crying. It's all emotions. It's so good. And not a single time can I ever think of a a moment where it was like, oh, come on. Like, this is so not real. You know what I mean? Whereas like Grey's Anatomy, totally like that. How many seasons were in that? Parenthood? uh, I don't know. Maybe like seven. Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. It was so good. It's so fucking good. Okay. Um, and then the show that I was mentioning that is often I've heard is often compared is This Is Us. But you haven't even seen that. I haven't seen This Is Us. I'm just saying that I've heard several times people say, oh, if you love Parenthood, you'll love This Is Us. Maybe Adam needs to check out Parenthood then. Yeah, totally. Because he liked This Is Us. Because he loves This Is Us. Guilty pleasure. He loves This Is Us. Yeah. Um, okay, my next show is uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I was the most handsome man in our village. His village was very badly affected by leprosy and the plague. That's true. Hell yeah. It's so fucking good. I can't even, I was like, oh, maybe I'll move it to honorable mention. But I'm like, no, this it's show solid. is seriously so fucking good. Like, I fucking it's, love this show. It's hard for me to put a currently active show in any of these lists because I don't know how it plays out. Totally. They could be like first two seasons were great. No, and then totally. It goes three, four, five, six, seven, just like duds. No, for sure. So. But this is our list as yep. it stands. So far, solid show. Solid. Not mad about that. We are vampires. <laughs> so fucking good. And also, I don't know if what we do in the shadows could also be kind of considered a hybrid because I know that it's FX that produces it, but it's also like they cuss. So yeah. it's not. It's like you watch it on Hulu or something like that. Fucking guy. I think it's one of those late night type of things. Like anything after 9 p.m. on certain networks can Uh, say certain cursors. Like maybe Comedy Central has been doing that forever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. It's something to do with like the FCC. Yeah, because they definitely cuss. Um, And it's so fucking good. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, can I just say... Quick, like, because this is in my deep, I'm a lot of deep dive, but I won't go too long because I know we're already getting kind of long. I know. I'm sorry. But basically, it's like, it's a, it's a mockumentary about vampires and it's so fucking good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then my last one is, of course, Friends. Yeah. That's my, I'm, I'm a Friends fan. I'm like, I know every fucking episode. I can quote every fucking episode, like pretty much to a T. I love Friends. I will forever love Friends. It'll probably never go off my list yeah when it comes to how many times you can re-watch something friends is definitely up there i know for you where yeah. you can just keep watching and oh, watching yeah. and watching so over and over and over again i get that okay so quick honorable mentions i also wrote how i met your mother i wrote atypical which is a netflix series it's also fucking amazing um did you even finish that though yeah i've seen everything that's been out really yeah okay so fucking good um, The Office, New Girl, Scrubs, and Survivor. Scrubs for sure should be on anybody's list. Yeah, Scrubs Great. is fucking amazing. Like what they were able to do with the storytelling in that show, with like the budget and the means that they had, yeah. was was top notch. And like, don't they say that like out of any medical show ever, like Scrubs actually holds to be like the most accurate like accurate and like true yeah yeah totally definitely so there you have it there you have it 
as it currently stands. If you're looking for some new shit to watch in quarantine and we listed some things that you haven't seen yet, do yourselves a favor. This has our Get busy. golden stamp of approval. I just feel too like, God, people who know me like know how fired up and passionate I get. Like, if I'm putting my stamp of approval on it, it's because like I fucking mean it. I think people listening who don't know you personally <laughs> also know how fired up you get. Like, so, I fucking mean it. Like, yeah. and I believe that my opinions are very valid. So for sure, it's like they can be trusted. I'm just saying. Absolutely. I don't give shitty advice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that's a full episode. I think we might have to release this as a featured episode. All right, cool. Well, um, there you have it. But it's a sidebar though. Well, because it's kind of it's like off no, because you were like <laughs> it's off topic. No, <laughs> no, because we've decided that though when we first started this podcasting journey that we wanted to be a relationship podcast, we quickly learned that that's just not realistic long-term to only hold ourselves in a box. We are going to continue to talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah. We definitely want to still have focuses on relationship type topics, but from here on out, we're going off the rails. We're doing whatever the fuck we want. We're talking about whatever we want. That, yeah. that's well, saying. I could always go back and renumber things and take out the sidebar. But right yeah. now, this was a sidebar episode. Long sidebar. Let us know on Instagram what your favorite shows are. Lettuce and tomato. Lettuce and tomato. Hit us up. <laughs> um, yeah, you totally threw me off. I'm that. sorry. Anyways, <laughs> we want to talk to you guys. We'll probably throw up uh, a poll yeah, or something totally. about different shows or just to get interaction because we're yeah. trying to get to that eighth listener we're at seven yeah. strong we need eight we need we need that eighth person we need like i'm talking to you florida 20 i'm talking to you indonesia i'm talking to you dayton ohio keep listening please listen to us please, anyways please love us that's gonna be it guys okay that's it thanks for listening thanks for listening Bye. That was fun, babe. Oh, bye. bye. <laughs> Love you. That was super fun. Oh my god, it was so fun. Love you. Love you. Baby, say it in the mic so people know you love me. <laughs>